Welcome to the One County Podcast, where we talk with creators of all mediums about their work and why they do it. I'm your host, Andrew Paul Davis, and today we're talking with my friend Jay Miller, who's a seasoned music video director. And be sure to stick around to the end. He has some great perspective on pursuing your craft. Enjoy. Jay, before we uh, get into the thick of this, I think we need to preface a couple things um, with your one-minute list of problems with Star Wars The Last Jedi Go. Okay. Um, Jeez. <laughs> like, 55 seconds. Oh my gosh. Um, well, I don't... Uh, I just thought of the... <laughs> I just thought of the line where he says it's salt, where he has to explain to the viewer that what he... What on the ground is not snow, but it's salt. And he looks at the camera and he says it's salt. <laughs> I don't know. That was like... One of the more weirder things to come in a Star Wars movie. Um, there's a lot of problems with that movie. So, I mean, we could... You could either title this music video directing or, like, the problems with The Last Jedi. And you could be, like, one of the million podcast episodes that you can find about The Last Jedi. So, I don't know. That's one that's just stuck out to me in memory because I'm... It's the salt planet instead of the snow planet. Yeah, it's like telling the audience that it's not snow, it's salt. Kind of like, it's not Hoth, it's salt <laughs> type of thing. I uh, I forgot about that, and we've talked about that movie a lot. We haven't brought that up before, and um, it's nice to break new ground. Um I guess maybe a shorter question. What are the chances that Star Wars Episode Nine will impress you? Like, give me a number. What's the What's the chance? I don't know. Like, <laughs> ten being like, I, I'm going in with pretty low expectations. Uh, so, so, like, would a ten be like, I went in with low expectations and it surpassed those expectations, which aren't a lot, or like. I don't know. I guess like a five or four. Okay. If the Emperor is back, if Emperor Palpatine is back, which is like kind of like a, that's like a hint of desperation on like their, on the creator's end. But if he's back, like he's my favorite character. I think I'll have fun with it. Like he's just awesome. But even though like he totally died in Return of the Jedi, I don't, I don't know. I don't and like Mark Hamill's back too, and I don't understand because he totally died in the last one. But it seems like he has a bigger role, so I don't know. It's gonna be a mess. It's just a mess. Just end it now. Just end. <laughs> they should have just stopped after episode seven. Yeah. <laughs> just no trilogy. Yeah, and I'm not like a. For the record, who whoever's listening to this and doesn't know me, I'm not like a. Star Wars basher. I actually like The Force Awakens. And I think I really liked The Last Jedi when I first saw it. Uh, but um, when you think about it, you just start to notice a lot of the flaws. So there's a lot of weird. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. I'm not. Yeah, there you go. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, so moving on to uh, the rest of your life that doesn't surround the issue of recent Star Wars. What do you do and where do you do it, Jay? So I would say recently um, I'm like a freelance um, director, mainly in like music videos and uh, small commercials. And I'm also like a video editor too. So I I would say I make most of my my income by editing and I pursue directing uh, when I can, you know, that's like the four, 
forefront of everything. So, and I and I operate out of Nashville, Tennessee. Um, had like a six month window when I wasn't here, but I've kind of been here for almost two years. Um, so I guess that's like that's like eighteen months. Um, yeah, just like uh, mid tier budget music videos and all that kind of stuff. Recently, I've been actually like making more money directing music videos, which is exciting. Um, so I have a little bit more. Um, I've done about 10 or 11 music videos. So now that I have that under my belt, I'm starting to get a little bit more. Um, I don't know, recognizable or like people are starting to like notice. That's great. At least in town, they are, um, and people are starting to want to work with me. So, but I would say like I. On a like a Monday through Friday type of thing, I'm mostly editing. So that's cool. But you sort of like built trust. Yeah. What, in your opinion, is like the worst kind of music video, like structurally, or like the format? There's a lot of bad ones when you go to like Planet Fitness <laughs> um, on the TV. Yeah. I would say like um, I don't know. Like I don't really like watch a ton of music videos, um, but for some reason I'm drawn to them because I really enjoy music um and i i try to find like interesting ways to like sell the artist's brand but also try to like sell a little bit of my craft too but i don't know i'm i just don't like music videos where it's just kind of flat and like footage of the artist like performing and it's just like cool shots of whatever like not really well thought out it like you know, not a lot, of, a lot of craft into it. Not a lot of thought or meaning behind anything. Just kind of like, hey, I need something shot, and here's content. I recently started like freelancing for Journeys, the company. They play a lot of their uh, early 2000s to like maybe like 2000, early 2010, and those music videos are just garbage. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell like they're shot on like T2Is, and uh, yeah. um, it's just like shaky camera and just like putting a bunch of like glitch effects into it like just <laughs> effects for no reason mm-hmm. those are really bad so is the, is the best kind of music video one that's like conversely like super story driven or is like a line there or i think there's like two different types of like music videos that are kind of like an art piece that are just like not necessarily like saying a message but evoking a feeling and an emotion that um, that uniquely ties the visuals to the music or like the tone of the song, even though if they don't have like a, a story. And I, I kind of like I'm starting to like trying to get away from story music videos because it's just too much in like it's just too much to fit into like three minutes. Um, but there are like music videos where like I'd hate to bring it up in like light of uh recent news but Michael Jackson's bad music video was directed by uh, Martin Scorsese and it's 18 minutes long and like 15 minutes of that is black and white and it's just a short film and it ends with his dance number at that uh, parking garage so like there is a whole story arc to it which I think like works too I don't think those type of music videos 
are really being made anymore though there's that's just like too much time there's too much money involved um i don't know like unless you're like kanye or like beyonce like you can't really you can't really do that you know just dumpster dumpster truck money into a furnace <laughs> yeah because like his <laughs> i think like his runaway music video was like 30 minutes or yeah. something yeah yeah that was like kind of like a collage of different songs yeah i don't know i i think the I think I mentioned this already, but I think the best music videos is one where like it evokes the artist's brand or his his voice with the director's voice and they kind of like like it's a perfect fit. The visuals and the song, they go hand in hand. I heard someone say that music videos are like most similar to feature films, like I don't mean like feature versus short films, but like they're not they don't feel like documentaries don't feel like a web series it's part of the reason you're drawn to them like your love for movies do you think yeah i'd say so um so for some reason like when i graduated college i I thought music videos was a good way to go because i felt like i needed to work on my visual storytelling craft and i think like when you're starting out making music videos I feel like you kind of, the more you do, the more you subconsciously learn about like, oh, I can fit a lot of detail into this one image. I can tell a lot of information just by this one, this one take or this one shot. And I think like, especially like whenever the day comes where I transition into features, I think I'll have like a good understanding of, I don't have to have all these setups. I can just do a shot where I can tell all of like, everything that I need to tell in this one specific shot or something. I don't know if that answers your question. <laughs> no, that, that makes sense. I mean, it's just sort of learning more and more of like how to get the most out of one image instead of feeling like you need 15 minutes. <laughs> right. You know, it's like realizing that like mood is story kind of. Yeah. And like you can play with that. Yeah. And that's something I'm really attracted to. Like, just some of my favorite directors are just all about mood and atmosphere. Um, story is very... It's the most important, obviously. Um, but I would say, at, at least for me, I'm really attracted to tone and colors and the atmosphere of not just, like, the visuals, but the music, too. Um, and I think, like, that's what I try to bring to the table whenever I have, like, a new music video treatment come my way or something like that. Music videos, I personally, like... I mean, like, I respect you in a lot of ways, and you're my friend, but, like, it might be one of the areas where it's, like, I really respect Jay because this is so scary to me, personally, like, to direct music videos because it's so, I've historically, in filmmaking, been more, like, dialogue, like, dependent and, like, you know, just kind of, like, on real realistic performances and, yeah. like, things that are very, um, you know, at home with narrative filmmaking right or a little more at home with narrative filmmaking um but it's you know music videos it's like they have to hold visual attention right or else it's like what what are we doing here you know that's what they're all about yeah they're almost it's just like the most like films a visual medium but they're almost like the most visual in that visual medium like the most visual category almost
is there anything else that comes to mind as to like why you're drawn to music videos like any other points we didn't hit already when i think back like when i was growing up like i'd get ready for school um and i would i feel like i was right at the right at the line where mtv just stopped playing music videos like mtv and vh1 i think i was like when I was growing up, like in elementary and like middle school, I don't think they did it in high school anymore, but um, when I'd get ready, like I'd have MTV on and I'd see like these music videos playing and in hindsight, they're not that great, but <laughs> maybe it was that repetition of like listening to music and like getting ready for school and then like coming back, like the same music, like coming back home after school, like the same music videos would be playing. So I don't know if that was like sort of like a thing. Um, and it was also just kind of like, there's a lot of directors that have come from music videos and, uh, they're very like visually oriented directors. Um, I don't like Ridley Scott. He's, I don't know why I'm bringing him up as an example, but like, he's one of them, uh, David Fincher, um, Spike, Spike Jones, and he's made some really funny and like unique music videos and commercials too. Um, but like personally, like. When I first got to Nashville, it was like September 2017, and I was trying to, um, I had already made like five music videos up at that point, um, so I was kind of like shopping around, like messaging artists and stuff, and not really getting anywhere, and meeting with artists like that I wanted to work with, and I think there's just something like I just didn't have enough experience yet, or something, um, and I met, um, one of my closest friends um, through the job that I had at the time, he was a part of this band called The Main the Born, and I sent him my stuff. He looked at it, and I guess he saw something in, in it. He gave me this pop song to do, and I when I first got it, I was like, this is a really fun song, and like I can definitely like get a groove to it, but I, I never really thought of like doing like a pop band or like a pop song so like it felt kind of foreign to me because up at that point I've been I was doing a little bit more like I'd done like a folk music video and I had done like, kind of like an experimental pop kind of like more underground stuff um but it was kind of like a fun challenge to like take this song that's super fast paced and super poppy and like creating like a fun music video with it so I've been I've made two with them already and we're just about start we're about to start uh, production with the third one I think what I was trying to get at is like these guys kind of like give me like free rank to do whatever I want so it's almost like every time like they present me a song and I can see something that I can do with um, it's almost like a short film in a sense where I like okay this is a passion project I really connect with this song and I really like what I wrote for this treatment so let's let's get some friends together. Let's try to not spend a whole lot of money, but let's like make something really fun and just like something that we can look back on and like cuz to me like I think it's when I make those type of music videos with my friends and it's clearly like a passion project and like I'm not really doing it necessarily for the money. It's all about the process for that um for me at least uh because I, I don't care, like, if it's going to get, like, a million views um, at the end of the day. Like, I like working with these guys, and I like working with artists that I can really connect with and vibe with. Um, it could it could make a million views. It could make less than a 1,000 on YouTube. But it still had, like, a great time with my friends and making something that was kind of cool. 
um, thing kind of up, like uplifting to people that might watch it or something. Yeah, I think an underrated conversation too is like all your friends who weren't a part of the shoot, they'll definitely see it, you know? And like, it's always fun to like share your work with your friends. Like, yeah, I think that's always meaningful on both ends. Yeah, right. Um, sure. I guess like less altruistic process is great and stuff. Um, yeah, your new music video for Emma White, which will be out by the time a good chunk of people listen to this, um, tell the listeners why this project was uncharted territory for you and what that entailed. My most recent music video is uh, is actually my first country music video um, by this artist, Emma White. She's kind of like a... I wouldn't say she's like up and coming because... She, her whole single in this whole music video is about living in a 10-year town. If you live in, like, New York City, um, L.A., or even, like, if you're an aspiring musician in Nashville, everybody tells you when you first move here, you got to put in 10 years. And her whole thing is, like, well, I've been here for 12 years type of thing, and I'm still, like, I've been told, like, dress this way, um... Here's what was a hit last year. Try to do it. Try to like follow these trends or something. And it's like bringing yourself back f- to where you were when you first started. This music video was kind of like um, a bigger bud- budgeted music video than I've done before. Because um, up until that point, I've been doing mainly like between 500 bucks and like a thousand just to like kind of like making. Um, run and gun music videos and like just trying to like uh, pay people in like food and like cheap beer and stuff <laughs> um, afterwards of course <laughs> not during yeah um, yeah this was my first gig with like a production company um, I had made some connections back in March and April um, and I was presented with this uh, treatment or this this song by Emma White and uh, I really connected with the song her song Ten Year Town because I think I just kind of like explained it a little bit um, and I thought it was something that I could really do something with and this is like this was like the first project where oh I don't have to be the DP and director and production designer and you know the list goes on um I can have a full crew and they can all get paid and I can get paid too and it's like, yay, it's great. We can both categorize ourselves as indie filmmakers. Sure. I feel like people in that world are often touting that like, money doesn't matter, you know, and like, doesn't matter what your budget is. Um, Right. But in this situation, how did it feel like multiplying your average budget like how did that make a big difference or right um with this project like um one thing i could say really quick is like i see all your stuff that you do and you get better every time but when i saw this it wasn't just like oh jay got a little better again you know it was like right there's a, there's a lot of people helping out here right um for sure so this was a twenty thousand dollar budget and for me, that was, like, a big leap between, like, what I was used to. So, like, with this, I had no stress of, like, oh, I need to, like, figure out how I'm going to pay these people. Like, they're already going to be paid, and they're going to do a good job. They're showing up to work, and, like, 
um, they're here to execute the vision that I have. So it's like on a project like this that has like a budget and like a company behind it. Um, I saw that like everybody was there to like do a good job and get the job done. Um, and I had like, I usually do have like a DP on music videos, but for this, like I had like an AC, I had a gaffer, I had like some grips, I had a production designer, I had an assistant to that production designer. Um, I had producers to take care of like all location logistics. Like I didn't, I personally like, I've been so used to like having to rent the equipment, picking it up and like showing up to location and like worrying about like, Oh, did I bring this specific lamp that I need to this, you know, location? I didn't have to worry about any of that, which is, for me, was very freeing. Like, I just feel like I've been so indie and, like, run and gun for the past, for, like, my whole life, I guess. So it was, like, kind of, like, the first time, oh, I'm just here to, like, pretty much execute everything and, like, make sure everybody is, like, east, like easing tension where there is or if there is any tension and just, like, trying to solve problems. Like, that's... What my job here is to do is execute the vision as best I can. Uh, that being said, um, I feel like this shoot specifically was uh, so much more time constraining because I feel like we fit two days worth of shooting into twelve hours. So, like, wait, did you shoot everything in twelve hours? Yeah, pretty much. Wow. Okay. Um, when the producer tells you we have to be wrapped by four, like we. We got to be packing up by four. Like you can't just like, oh, I need more one shot. I need like a few more shots, and it's like four o five. Like no, you have to be done. So like that was kind of like, like a new uh, challenge for me. Um, I actually spent a lot of my time uh, just kind of like looking at my shot list and seeing what I wrote down but didn't need. So like, I feel like for every setup that we had or every location. I was cutting like half of the shot list just because of just to save time and just like kind of like I don't know working in a good economic way uh time wise because and I think like growing up and like working in such a fast-paced indie environment those skills helped me like make sure we wrapped on time and like didn't go over budget so like I could tell like where like some of my background experience helped me with this one. One thing I thought of earlier when you were talking about like I just kind of like show up and execute. It must have felt nice to like show up in your car and then not be like bleeding out the windows with like C stands and like all your yeah. own equipment. It's just like a great exactly. feeling when you go to set and you're not like yeah. bringing everything inside that you own. <laughs> yeah, and like another thing is just like I'm so used to like tearing down stuff and like moving stuff. <laughs> and then like yeah, when like um, when a grip has to tell you like, right, why are you helping me? You're the director. Like they're so used to like the bigger budget directors and like sh Exactly how you said, like, just showing up maybe in, like, a Porsche and, like... I'm not saying, like, that's how I've showed up, but, like, they're so used to, like, that type of top-tier right. directing. So I just felt like I... Like, can I help tell her tear down? Like, I feel bad, you know? I don't know. Yeah. It was kind of fun. Did your perspective on budgeting things in the future change? Like, can you easily... 
like do you go back to like a five hundred dollar thousand dollar fifteen hundred two thousand dollar shoot and like feel a little grumpy doing it now <laughs> or like has your appetite changed or i don't know i don't know um you know fight for more money before you do other stuff no no um I shot two music videos in the past like month and one was one was just like me and my camera basically and like I was just paid like 500 bucks for a friend in that one I had no shot list I had no storyboards um I had a schedule of like what we would shoot that day but like that music video video specifically um was very like supposed to feel kind of like uh, you know, Terrence Malick, Tree of Life, a lot of like moments of the little moments of like a relationship that ends up breaking up and breaking off. Um, and that was, to me, that was incredibly f- um, freeing because like I I was just recording the camera and not even telling the actors that I was recording. I was just like capturing moments. It was almost like a documentary. Um, to me, that was like, I love that type of style, but I also love the style of like this most recent one for Ten Year Town because because with that I was able to like oh I can have like a I can light it the way that I really want to. I can be specific about this. I can like look at the monitor and be like this is not really what I'm it's not really what I'm feeling. Let's try this or like um let's tr- like we have like we have options like more stuff to work with 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 the other one I just had like my camera and my lens and I just kind of had to like figure it out I don't know there's like a delicate balance I think um hopefully like as I progress and get better like I can bring those sort of like intimate raw emotional moments but in like a bigger setting um to capture stuff like that so I don't know it's very interesting what do you think is the like place in of music videos in our culture i mean i know it depends on like the genre you're working with and stuff but um like do you think like people talk about theatrical releases of films and how that's like everyone like freaks out about that in the box office every summer and um like do you think music videos are going away or like where do you think they're at in culture i don't think so um old town road that's like what that that has to have crossed like over a hundred million views by now on YouTube, like, and like, of course, like this is America that came out last year. That that piece, um, especially, was a very thought provoking conversation starter. So there's definitely like power in music videos still to this day. Um, I just think like you talked about like the box office kind of declining like every summer. Um, especially during like the summer blockbuster season. I think this summer, especially like I've been reading through some articles and it's one of the worst, like in recent memory, it just like keeps getting worse. If you're not Marvel, like yeah. it, there's like nothing to it. I th- I just think right now we're just oversaturated with like all types of media. Um, and with that, like there's music videos coming out. There's like hundreds of music videos coming out every week. So, I mean, like, you kind of have to, like, filter through the good and the bad. And, like, there's there's always going to be, like, a Kendrick Lamar type of thought-provoking, striking imagery. Like, wow, this is really saying something. And then it's always going to be just, like, a pop music video with dancing and, you know, 
colorful lights, whatever. So I, I'm, I don't know, like with the ones that have that say something, and it just depends on the artist and the director, especially to like craft something that is meaningful, is striking, um, evokes a feeling, all that type of stuff. It's it's a really unique way to contribute to culture. <laughs> yeah. What? Why do you? Why do you want to keep doing that? I think I'm going to stop at Hyam. If I ever get to Hyam, I think I'll stop. I've told myself that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just a big fan of them. But then I, that means I have to be as good as PTA, and I don't know if that's possible. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's a joke. Um, I. It's not possible is what I'm trying to say. Uh, <laughs> um, why do I want to keep doing it? I, I, I want to keep doing it because I still feel like I haven't really made... I feel like I spent most of this podcast talking about like evoking a feeling and capturing tone and atmosphere. And I just still feel like I haven't captured that for myself. I, and I don't know, maybe that's the, the point of being an artist is like, you'll never really capture that, that, that feeling that you're trying to get to, I guess, like, like whenever you're doing a film or something, like I really want to capture this, but you're always like your worst critic, so you don't really see it in other way. People, the other people see it, I guess. Um, but yeah, I, I just like. I guess I'm still waiting for that music video where like I can like make like a real art piece that I'm proud of. That's true to me and true to the artist too. So I I don't know. That's why I keep doing it. Um, it's more of like a personal fulfillment to me other than like contributing to culture I think I think when you start trying to like if you start like with any art project trying to say something or say a message or be preachy I think it always like comes off contrived or like pretentious and like that's just something I'm not really interested in When's your favorite part of the process? If I really gel with the song, I think it's like, as soon as I have that first image that pops in my head, that adrenaline that you get, like, oh, what can I do with this? Where can I, how can I tie these, all this together? Pulling up like references from other movies, um, like creating like mood boards. I think that might be my favorite process is because like, you're kind of like in your own little world and it's like two o'clock in the morning nobody's like you feel like you're the only one awake in the whole world and you're just like I don't know exploring like every different avenue of this treatment and just really connecting with the song that sounded really stupid oh my gosh no I don't don't think that's stupid at all I was gonna say like that and like the couple music videos I've done and have to do soon and I'm scared of um, I, I think that like dreaming part of it is like always going to be more fun than like synchronizing the footage in Adobe yeah. Premiere, you know? Right. Like, but like editing um, it, it, it's just so childlike and imaginative. Yeah. And like, I would say like a close second would be not syncing up the footage in Premiere, but actually <laughs> editing it and like getting like getting the flow going. Cause sometimes like it just doesn't click until you've found the right pieces like sometimes like however you envisioned it and i've noticed this more so in music videos than like narrative work it's not always going to cut together the way you saw it in your head like you're going to have to like f- kind of like fiddle around with it um 
But once I get like a groove going and like, oh, these images are flowing together well with this song. Oh, it's working. That's when I get really excited. And I think that's a, a big reason why like I edit these. I can deliver like first cuts like really fast because like once it starts working, I get really excited and the adrenaline's there and I can knock out like a really good first cut within like a f- few days after filming. That's something I'm pretty... I found it pretty been pretty good at so. All right, to close this off, it's sort of like two questions. Um, as a filmmaker, what are your tips for like getting hired, getting chosen by an artist to do their music video? And then for any musicians out there, how should they go about the relationship with the filmmaker? Sure, um, I think that's a good question. Um, it's going to be different for everyone because I feel like everyone is just. Um, probably at a different spot in their career I've had success with uh, direct messaging people through like social media emailing um, Instagram saying like hey I really like your music Um, I really like your type of style or branding that you have Um, I feel like I you know can make something really special for you like let's grab coffee let's talk or something uh, sometimes it's through a friend of a friend, which um, kind of works out sometimes. Uh, sometimes it's through production companies. But I would just say, like, if you're just starting out, just, like, go on, like, a Spotify playlist. Um, there's numerous, like, indie uh, artist playlists, like, in whatever city you're, you're in. Especially, like, for me, I live in Nashville. There's tons of playlists of, like, up-and-coming artists. And I'm just, like... I would just like scroll through that or just like listen and um, if I found a song that I could like gel with, look them up and message them, message them on like Instagram or something. So I think that's the most practical way of going. Yeah, absolutely. For like an artist interacting with a filmmaker, um, I've had, well, I I like artists that really don't... um, aren't really too specific about like everything in the image like they can leave it up to me and like the dp to like kind of like do that part but um i don't know i I like working with artists that are kind of that have like a film knowledge base already and are kind of like already into like movies and film and like visual mediums and not just music i don't know i've worked with a a lot of different artists that always ended up appreciating like what I did. Um, so I never really had like a bad experience, but, um, the ones that are, are kind of like into the same movies that I am in or into the same type of photography or whatever it is always ends up working or something. It's almost like, cause you're respecting and paying homage and appreciating their music and their medium. Right. It's, it's nice when there's a degree of reciprocality to that. Yeah. And I think, um, in one of my early music videos, like, one artist in particular showed me, like, not only, like, the music they're into, but the types of movies that they like and, like, scenes that they really like in other music videos. Like, that really helped me kind of, like, channel, oh, I can do something like this. I get where they're coming from. I know that type of style. Like, that that helps a lot. It's kind of, like, if you're an artist and you met a filmmaker that you like and you know you're going to do a project together, like bringing that visual inspiration to the conversation will really get the ball rolling. 
um, really well, I think. So on the front end, not in the middle of shooting, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like in e- we're like we're talking email stages here. So. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to see Jay's new music video, celebrate his success with me by heading to his Instagram at jcurtismiller. That video will be up Tuesday, July 2nd. And do please subscribe, please rate, please share this podcast with your local discouraged artist. And we'll see you next Monday with a wonderful episode that I'm very excited to share. Happy 4th, everyone. Happy 4th, everyone.